Thanks, Basil. I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the Saturday afternoon team. We're a bunch of unique individuals. Workmish, flogmish, crabby the crab man, bongerman. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest. And you need to lick calm. We're not always going to get it right. And we're definitely never going to fact check. But that's okay. Because just like you... We don't really give a fuck, and we already know what happened on the weekend. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us on Sadayavos, because we just love the footy. Welcome to Crab Chat, the unofficial fantasy podcast you never wanted nor asked for. I'm, of course, your host, Dr. Stroma And take a breath, folks, because it was a huge week of footy and fantasy. Franklin kicked a 1,000 goals. Our boy, Liam Henry, was omitted. And the coaches, well, we copped more bullets than a Quentin Tarantino movie. And on that note, let's jump straight into this week's headlines. Carl says, get my fight out of your fucking mouth. Matt is out for six weeks. Josh says, You're tearing me apart, Thomas! The man's ribs have literally folded inwards. And Morgan, now being judged on merit as Zach is certified dead, Deli Meads has reportedly purchased the carcass. Thanks to Sandra Sultry uh, for the late news there. Let's jump into this week's results. Uh, first matchup for the week was, of course, myself taking on the claw. Let me tell you, the only thing worse than Hickey's score this week was his profile picture. That man looks like an axe-wielding murderer. Obviously, the big news in this one was Merritt going down, and that had hurt the claw quite a bit. Um, Hawkins, Norton also doing a lot of damage to an otherwise pretty underwhelming scoreline. At this point, the only thing worse than Morgan's team is the state of Dinger's cat. That takes us on to our next fixture. It was Joshua Rocky v Jared Zilstra. No scores over 100 for Jay-Z in this one, uh, which was lucky because Morocchi captained Rao. Really dropped the ball, was reportedly at soccer. Um, there's no excuses in this game, Morocchi. It's kill or be killed. He has, of course, suffered some punishment, though, for this week, uh, with Thomas being declared injured for anywhere up to four to eight weeks. Query what the fuck the doctors are doing if that's their best diagnosis. Then the best game of the round, we had, of course, Drawgate between Nathan and Simon. Highlight for me this week was Jared saying, declaring that Simon was uh, thanks for coming in the round the grounds prior to the game. A couple of big dig scores, two top scores for the week. Uh, drawing this one, players going off left, right, and centre went down to the wire. We were all at the footy, sitting in the forward pocket, front row pretty much. And the ball fell into the hands of Luke Ryan, netting him three points and just nudging Simon in front. 
He then took the kick, but who did he kick it to? None other than Darcy Tucker out on the wing, playing for Nathan. And after his kick and mark, Nathan just edged out in front of Simon. The scores came in, Nathan was up by one point. But then, out of nowhere, and the reason we love this fucking game so much, Luke Ryan earns himself a, what can only be described as a pity point. There was no hit out, there was no handball converted to a kick, it was a rounding error. Obviously the crab who was doing the score sheet that week got his big claw and little claw mixed up, but the rest is history. Honestly, a well-earned draw between the two, very tight competitors. And from those highs to Benny's absolute lows, it was Hospital FC versus the Burnt Casserole at this point in the next fixture. Benny putting out a pitiful sub-900 score. Haven't seen that in quite some time. Not since, not since Dinger's worst days when he looped his team to death have we seen a score like that. Highlights in this one, Work Lloyd playing his first game for the season, but not for who drafted him. <laughs> Other highlights included Kyle's uh, genius RFA pick, Paddy Lipinski, going at only 69 points. And my personal favourite, 2000mm Peter, uh, who was on 71 at quarter time, I believe. Um, Turned up for Kyle, very impressive. Gotta love a bit of two meter better. That takes us on to the next fixture. This was John versus Zach. Uh, let's have a look here. Both clubs putting out a pretty solid score. John, pretty unlucky, really, all things considered. Had a tidy team. Um, difference in this one was probably, again, Zach's forward line, which is one of the better ones in the, in the, in the comp. John, uh, yeah, Fritch really costing him there, um, just the 20 odd points. Moving on to our next fixture, it was of course the Crowloops, uh, who went big again against, you guessed it, Robbo's Janitors. My god, this guy can't pull a trick, he goes 11.66 and still loses. That is unlucky, Tim. He could have gone even higher as well with Nick Nat um, unavailable this week Shuey on the bench picking up a tidy 103 as well um, Stringer in his first week back wow yeah more letter than package let's just say definitely not uh, an oversized parcel according to Australia Post Moving on now, let's take a look at the ladder. And I want to do something different with the ladder this week. It's been two rounds. Um, I'm going to throw out some bold predictions. So I'm going to run through the ladder. I'm going to predict where you cunts are going to finish up. So top of the ladder. <laughs> Get fucking used to it, as usual. Mandalorian FC. I don't think we're going to move very far from that. I'm pretty happy with my squad. Solid backline. Some absolute horse dick midfielders in Brayshaw and Petraga. Uh, I'm predicting a top two finish for myself. Tickets. Moving on to Dinger. Um, I actually like Dinger's team this year. Is it just me or is it guy? Can the guy play fantasy all of a sudden? 
I'm tipping Dinger for a top four finish with a caveat, providing he doesn't loop his team to death, which we know he will. We know he will. Sicily will end up in the pool at some point this year, and um, someone will swoop in and, and pick him up. Having said all that, I do really like Ding's team. I've got him in finishing in third place. Canning River Supers, um, 2-0, and and I think has the most upside still in it to go in his team. I His forward line's elite. Uh, who knows what Jed Anderson can do when he comes back, uh, the Jedi. Um, I think, yeah, Scoopers has got the most upside still in his team. Uh, I'm predicting a top two finish. Scoopers, I've got you down for first. Kyle, I think you've also got a lot of upside here. Some underperformance is Simpkin. Dangerfield hasn't really got going. Um, but uh, missing five now for a few weeks, and who knows when, when Dustin Martin could come back. I think you're good enough to get away with a mid-table finish, though. I'm going to pop you in at fifth. Crab Shack. Ooh, I reckon this is my first slider here. Um, he scored well in the first few rounds, but you can't trade out can't trade out your second pick and Toby Green, which is your fifth pick, and expect to do well for the rest of the year. I think I think we're seeing the best of Crab Shack so far. Um, bottom four, but not comedy. I've got you finishing in tenth, Johnny Moritz. Takes us to Crustacean FC, Jay-Z. Um, Jared, I think you're just going to be steady Eddie. Um, never have, never will be a finals team. Um, I think you will, well, you will be finals team this year because we've got eight, and so you'd have to be real spastic to miss out. Um, I see you holding your mid-table position, middle four, and sneaking into finals. I'm predicting you to finish in seventh. Takes us to Father Darcy. Um, you are in 7th at the moment. Uh, I don't see a lot of movement from here. There's a few questions in your, in your team. I think the next few weeks are really crucial for you with, with Thomas out. I see you slipping a little bit though. I reckon a bottom 4 finish for you and just missing out on finals. I'm going to pen you in at ninth. Vaclaw in 8th with a 1-on-1 one one record, um, but definitely a lot more points conceded than 4. i got to say, Morgs, I'm not a huge fan of your team, and I'm even less of a fan now that Merritt is gone. Uh, it's a gaping hole in a, in a pretty average midfield. No real caption, captain options on the field now. You heard it here first, folks. Morgs is my comedy candidate. I've got you finishing 12th. Simu, another one where those next few weeks I think are really important. Uh, obviously, uh, one loss and one draw at the moment. Um, if you can sneak even just a few wins while you've got merit out, then uh, predicting big things, I reckon you could come home strong. I think... Fourth feels about right. I reckon a top four finish. Then, of course, Nath, our other recipient of the draw. Um, Nath's got lots of barely there mids. Uh, no real captain option except for Dunkley, although Cripps is going pretty pretty strong. I've just got for a mid four finish, Nath. 
but towards the bottom, I pen you in at eighth. The janitors, this is my big jumper. I think you've been really unlucky so far, Tim. Um, I think you've got great mids and backs, pretty solid ruck. Just got to find a forward to complement Stringer, um, and then you can really jump up in rankings. I I reckon you'll finish fifth. And then that brings us to last on the ladder at the moment, Benny. Uh, obviously, two losses. Um, fuck me. 1,784 points for, which is... 200 points lower than the next person. Um, nothing looks good here. I think you've got a great ruck in, in Robert Marshall. Um, Steele has been unders so far. Laird coming back. You've got so many head scratches in the forward line. Benny, I've got you as the other comedy candidate. Um, but with Steele and Laird to save you in the eventual Brugger Bowl with Morgan. Um, got you finishing 11th. And that wraps up our ladder predictions. Uh, I'm going to take you now to um, the calm waters of La Pachina. So let's have a look at uh, some of the motion in the ocean this week. Um, Father Darcy goes full Catholic and picks Brad close to play uh, this, his small altar boy for this week. Nothing hollow about the Chico Rolls selection though, as he decides to get on that beautiful Rochelli trained mullet. Um, and hello, drops a saint. Surprise, motherfucker. Todd Goldstein uh, is dropped by Lush Bolash in favour of Reese Stanley. Real shame to see the big Todd go into the pool, former Jinjarin medal winner. Then have Sean Higgins, of all people, coming in for the Crab Shack. Wow. Desperate times call for desperate measures over at Johnville. But the big talking point, of course, in the ocean this week, well, technically not in the ocean, but between coaches, above water, I don't know, what do you call it? Battleship exchange? Bad analogy. Um, boat race, let's call it a boat race, is, of course, Merritt being swapped for Boak. On the fence about this one, uh, Merritt definitely out for a long time. Boak, a solid scorer. Um, Morg was desperate. He's looking at his team and he's going, oh crap, I'm in real danger here and I need a big old boat. So don't blame him. Now we're going to jump over to a little update on the biggest bust of the draft. Um, you might remember last week we talked about some of the players which have already found themselves in the pool. There was, of course, uh, myself picking Connor Rosie, Josh had picked Kane Lambert, and Benny had picked Warpool at 98. However, we have a new winner. Zach McCarry, take a bow, because your pick of Lockie Ash at 97 has found his way into the pool. Just pipping Benny. Benny, you can relinquish the crown. You can pass that on to our good friend, Zach McCarry. What a shame. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust.
And now comes my favourite section of the week, the Archie Dickens. Josh, honourable mention for captaining Rao. The only reason you're not getting the Archie for that is because he still managed to somehow win. Jared, honourable mention for declaring that Simon Ringrose was thanks for coming in your Around the Grounds. I would give it to you for this, but I see BF doing the Around my ground, around the Grounds myself and I love it when someone else does. But no, this week's Archie goes to a man who spent his RFA on Jermaine Jones. We called it out on last potty. We knew it was a terrible move. Selected on Tuesday and dropped just three days later when the teams came out. Joshi Meraki, great use of your RFA, and that has earned you the Archie Dickens. This has already been a pretty quiet potty. That's mainly because Cutie McBooty's um, already in bed. Um, but I want to slow things down even more now and just talk about things that I'm grateful for. I am grateful for weird dudes on Facebook Marketplace who want to buy my junk. I'm grateful for Benny James and his junk team being in this league. I hear you can probably buy it on Facebook Marketplace. I'm thankful for Dinger's cat because that proves that no matter what your living conditions are, everyone can make it. Because that cat would have seen some shit. It would have been through some shit. I'm thankful for hot girls that go to the gym. I'm thankful for old blokes at the gym who make my 60 kilo bench press look impressive. I'm thankful for people running onto the ground for Buddy's thousandth. That was a nice moment. I'm thankful for Jada Pinkett's Smith's alopecia, which has undoubtedly given us one of the highlights of the year. I'm also grateful for Warple, which is a fun game to play while I'm sitting on the toilet. Actually, I haven't played my Warple for the day. I'm just going to take five here and play Warple. A lot of news about Joel Selwood, so I'm going to start with him. Cool, alright, so... Could play in Geelong, does play in Victoria, is mid. Obviously younger than Selwood. Okay, so Victorian midfielder, youngish. Let's just go with... Um, let's go with Melbourne Demons player, let's go with Oliver. Clayton Oliver. Older than Clayton Oliver. Victorian mid does not play for Melbourne. Oh, it could be a Carlton midfielder. So let's go with like. Uh, older. So let's go with Patrick Cripps. Older than Patty Cripps, but getting closer. Again, Vic mid. Doesn't play for Carlton either. Um, can't be the Bombers because it has to look much long. White. Maybe a Dogs player. Let's go with like Libertore. Libertore. Good name to spell. Ooh, close on that one. Okay, so he's 28 years old. He's under 184 centimetres, so yeah, relatively small player. Um, does not play for the Dogs. Maybe like Zach Merritt or something? I don't know how old Zach Merritt is. 
Oh, so close. Older than 26. Younger than 29. Tapered. Not not like not an Essendon player either. Be happy. Alright, let's have a look at the silhouette. Oh, he looks bald. Youngish, mid no, he's oldish midfielder that's bald. Nah, I'm not sure on this one, boys. I think we'll call it there because I'm not going to get this. That's a little bit embarrassing. Wrapping things up. Hope you enjoy your Thursday morning commute. Good luck with the weekend's fixtures. Taylor Adams. It was Taylor Adams. Oh, how did I not get there? Right, well, while I've got you back, I just thought, um, Jared, this goes out to you. I'm playing you this week. Uh, I just want to give you a preview of what your week is going to be like. You're about to burn some calories on my dick. I'm about to put my penis between your lips. So deep, Jared. About to drive my dick between your ears. And you're gonna love it. Oh, you're gonna love it, buddy. About to burn some calories on my dick. Some calories, you fat cunt. About to put my penis between your lips. Your big, pouty lips. Tried to drive my dick between your hips. And you're gonna love it. <laughs> 